If you're having trouble getting started when it comes to exercise or getting yourself motivated to get up and to go through the movements, to build strength, to work on your balance, this is the episode for you. I recently was talking with someone who was having a very hard time getting started. She knows that she needs to move. She knows that she needs to exercise in order to build strength because her main goal is just to be able to move around her house without pain because right now that's really hard and to be able to get out to her car so she can go walk around in the store. But she's having a really hard time getting started and one of the reasons for that is because every time she moves, it hurts. So why would she want to do exercise if she knows it's going to hurt? And that's the big barrier standing in her way. If you can relate, keep listening. You're listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. Do you want to learn how to live an active life with osteoarthritis? Hear inspiring stories from others just like you and find out the best ways to naturally tackle joint pain. This podcast has you covered. There are so many possibilities that your healthcare provider may not be telling you about, and surgery isn't always the answer. This podcast is not medical advice. Now, here's your host, doctor of physical therapy and osteoarthritis specialist, Alyssa Kewen. When it comes to osteoarthritis, pain is, of course, a primary symptom. Stiffness can also be a primary symptom, and together, these can be very limiting. And especially when you pair it with maybe recent life changes, someone important to you passing away, getting out of your routine through the pandemic, losing the social support that you used to have, all of these things can combine to make motivation and to make putting forth energy towards exercise really hard especially when you are already dealing with pain. So this person had experienced an episode of depression. An important person in her life had passed away earlier in the year. She had put on a lot of weight and now found herself in a lot of pain and having difficulty just moving around her home. She said she keeps trying to exercise, but every time she does, it hurts. And she doesn't want to keep increasing her pain and she becomes frustrated and it's stressful and it's overwhelming. And so she finds herself just sitting and avoiding exercise and has been for the past couple of years. But now she's ready to make a change, but is still having a hard time getting up and doing the movements, putting in the work. And this is how I explained it to her. After we first looked at What is holding her back? So if you think about it, right now, if you're having trouble getting started or you're having trouble motivating yourself, there's likely a big barrier standing in between you and the exercise or the movement or the act of getting stronger. There's a big barrier in between. We need to look at what is primarily causing that barrier to grow. For her, it was that she had this thought that and this feeling that every time she moved it hurt so it just kept growing that barrier for other people it's maybe time if you feel like you have to do a 30 or 60 minute workout in order to make the changes but don't have the time to do that then a lot of people just avoid it altogether well if i can't get a 30 minute workout in, i'm just not going to do anything 
or if I can't exercise for 60 minutes, then it's not going to do anything, so I'm just going to avoid it altogether. Other people are fearful of hurting their joints further, causing more injury, hesitant that the certain exercise is going to make their joint worse, and these feelings can help to grow that barrier. But it's important to think about what's holding you back. So whether you think about it now or later, I really want you to try to put some words to what is holding you back. It could be a variety of different things, but there likely is one primary driver. So like I mentioned, for her it was she didn't know what to do that wasn't going to cause her pain. She didn't know where to start. Everything just seemed overwhelming. She couldn't make it through a full workout. She had a hard time standing. She's done a few seated things, but wasn't sure if she was making any change. So one of the ways to make motivation a little easier, to make getting started a little easier, is figuring out how we can make that barrier as short as possible. Because right now, it may be a skyscraper to you. But we want to take that and make it as short as possible so you can more easily step over into getting started. And I've had this conversation with a few different people and one of the best ways that I've found to get started, especially if exercise feels or you think of exercise as this very painful experience and you have to put forth so much effort, is to really hone in and think of three movements that you can do. And that's exactly what I did with her. We essentially found three seated movements that she can do right from her couch or a chair just to get her joints moving. These exercises can be simple and they aren't going to flare up pain. Now, of course, these three movements are going to be different for everybody, but a lot of times there are a few movements that typically feel good for most people. And for her, she said that when she was walking, she felt her knees became so stiff and locked. But when she's in a seated position, she can move her knee, bending and straightening, fairly easy. So it's really just when she puts the weight on her legs. So what we want to do is move her knees or move her legs rather through the full range of motion. So simply sitting up and kicking out one leg and then the other. That movement typically feels good for most people. There are certain exceptions, but for most people, this feels doable and it feels fairly good. Because you have to move your joint through the range of motion. You have to maintain that bending and straightening. Then the second one was really just working on incorporating posture so incorporating some upper body movements and lower body movements so if you're sitting up if you march one knee up and then you raise the opposite arm straight overhead and then you keep alternating opposite arm opposite leg this is one that can help work the core again feels good for most people sometimes if you have hip arthritis marching so bringing your knee closer like lifting your knee up may not feel the best and that's okay because there are other movements that we can try but just between these two movements alone they can easily be done if you're just sitting watching tv if you're you know sitting 
watching your grandkids or whatever it is, even if you're sitting as a passenger in a car or on a bus, whatever it may be, it's making that barrier as short as possible. So again, if time was your constraint, oh, you know, I just don't have a lot of time to exercise. These movements can be done if you have a desk job. These movements can be done if you are, you know, busy sitting somewhere doing something. And they can be spread out throughout the day. It doesn't have to be thought of as a full workout. So we're just accumulating a certain number of repetitions of each one of these movements every day. Because it's not only starting the movement, lubricating the joints, getting the blood flowing, really starting to work some of the muscles, but it's also developing consistency. Developing a mindset of, oh, I need to do my movement today. Oh, did I do my movement today? I need to make sure to get that in. Once you get into the consistency and the mindset of thinking that movement just becomes a regular thing, you start to gain those small wins. You start to gain a small amount of confidence that can then keep pushing you forwards. Because for her, that the idea that exercise causes pain is a big barrier. But what if we found movements that didn't cause pain or didn't flare up pain? That is very powerful because then your body's starting to believe, hey, I can actually exercise and it doesn't have to hurt. It can actually feel good. And then once you start opening the doors to that confidence, that's when you start saying, hey, well, maybe I could do a full seated workout or hey, maybe I could add some weights to this or hey, maybe I could actually do a standing routine or I could get used to standing again. But you have to start small. And then the third movement, going back to the three movements that we were just talking about, was sitting up tall and taking your knees out and in. And I like to take the feet with me on this one. So you're just lifting your legs out, taking them, opening them up, and then bringing them back together. And these are the three movements we started with. Very simple. Even if they feel easy, that's okay. Your goal is to become consistent. It's not to overly challenge yourself. It's not to try to do too much. It's to become consistent. Once you're able to do that, then you feel more confident. Then you're able to slowly add things like, hey, maybe I do actually have time to do 10 minutes a day because I know that I feel really good afterwards. But you have to understand that you have to start somewhere. And if you just start going into full workouts, 30, 60 minutes, or trying things that maybe your friends have been trying, but maybe they've been exercising for a little bit longer than you have, it becomes very overwhelming and it becomes very frustrating. And when you have frustration and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling confused at you know, what movements to do, what movements are safe, these grow that barrier. We're trying to make that barrier as short as possible. And so what I told her was take these three movements and we're going to go for at least two weeks, but ideally four weeks. So a month of just doing those movements, five minutes a day to get into the habit. Because realistically, you are not going to make progress if you don't start. Nobody can force you to do anything. Nobody can, you know, force feed you exercises and come over every day and make sure you do them. Well, maybe they can, but for a lot of us, they can't. So it's 100% up to you. 
I can give you the best movements to try. I can give you movements that aren't going to make your joints hurt. I can give you all the resources, but at the end of the day, you're the one that has to make the change. You're the one that has to take action. And I want you to remember that. And sometimes it can be the hard truth, but it's you that in the end has to make the choice. So with these three movements, for example, now she has to make the choice to do them. She has to make the choice to set aside five minutes a day to try these. Because you're not going to make change unless you get started. And if we make that barrier low, it makes it easier to get started. And getting started is the hardest part. And then once you're in the routine, it becomes easier. It's not perfect, but it becomes easier. And that's the ultimate goal that we want to do. So I hope this was helpful in giving you a perspective and an idea perhaps on how to get started. I do have lots of seated movements. Not everyone needs to start with seated movements, but if you have high pain levels and don't tolerate standing very well, then seated is absolutely an option. Um, I also have lots of standing routines on my YouTube channel if you just search my name. And essentially, not even going through the full workout, but just picking a couple of movements with each one of those. I actually do have a seven-minute seated routine on my YouTube channel too, and I'll put it down in the show notes so you can go click on that. But just picking out certain movements. You don't even have to go through the full workout. Pick two or three movements to incorporate every single day for the next two weeks and see how you do. Hope this helps. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. If this podcast has brought you hope and inspiration, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Also, if you're looking for more information on how to start your own arthritis adventure, head to www.keeptheadventurealive.com or follow me on YouTube by searching Alyssa Arthritis Adventure. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A Arthritis Adventure. We'll see you next time.